This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Do you view this season if you're the Yankees as an all-in? <laughs> you tell me. You see the lineup. It's amazing. It's incredible. And we're more than excited to start this season. Could they win the division the way they're constituted right now? Absolutely. Sure they can. Could they win the American League? Absolutely. Do I believe that? No. They signed Blake Snell. My fears go way up. It feels to me like the Yankees are in it to win it right now. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Nosotros somos good. Bien. <laughs> uh, two. On 98.7 ESPN. All right, Dino, we're the 98.7 ESPN. Grouse is in for the week, by the way, which Hello. is nice. You, I didn't tell you guys this. I spoke to Rick yesterday. Did you? Yeah, he called me. I thought it was something important because Rick gets very needy at times. Mm-hmm. And when he wants to talk to you, he will, like, barrage you with calls. So he called me, and I couldn't answer. I called him back, went to voicemail. He called me again later in the day. I called him back. He didn't answer. Trading calls. And then he called me again. I answered. I was like, what's going on? I thought this was going to be very you know, something very important. He's like, I just want to tell you that line about something was terrific. I was like, that this this all this back and forth, this call, miss, call, back, back, forth, was all about a line I had at some point during the show? Like what, it, was a, it had me in tears. When do you give up playing phone tag? You see, personally, because it's different for everybody. See, here's the thing. Yeah. It changes with the person. Right. Rick, and I think he would agree, he's very needy. Mm-hmm. He needs a lot of hand-holding, very needy. So I'm willing to extend more to him. Usually, I don't, I, I don't care. Like, my, my point is this. If you need me, you'll call me. If I call you back and you don't answer, all right, either call me again or text me. You know? Like, there's nothing wrong with a, a, a leading text which says, I need to talk to you about... Blah, blah, blah. Or what would been wrong with a text that said, I thought this line during the show had me in tears was great. Did we really need to have a, a, a phone conversation about it? How often do you text somebody saying that you need to talk to them instead of just like taking the first step to pick up the phone and call? Do you like issue well, a text I mean, for what's, saying, hey, what's wrong I need to talk to you? with a text that says, hey, you have five minutes to talk? Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with that. No, right? but don't you think that has sort of like a negative connotation to Why? it? Like, because you think that there's something like bad that needs to be communicated when you say that to somebody or text that to somebody. Okay, so, you know, no, nothing wrong at all. Do you have a couple minutes yes, to chat? That's, that I think needs to be a qualifier. Yeah, because yeah, then you get nervous. Like, oh, God, that's what, what have, I mean. What have I done? It's like, oh, geez, now, oh, God. I, Especially I, when it's like a, a boss or something. It's like right. we need to talk. Oh, God, God. Yeah. You ever get one of those? A uh, boss we need to talk? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Who hasn't? Yeah. You, Jock Vaughn got one of those. By the way, four days. Why, why wait four days? This is not the most well-run, buttoned-up organization. No, that was my first thought, and this was like right after our show yesterday, and I was like, they waited until Monday morning? Yeah. It makes zero sense. So we can enjoy his President's Day weekend? So we can enjoy All-Star weekend? Well, I mean, I mean the, the, you know what the thing is? That, that's a, a dysfunctional organization now. They, they have gone from being the talk of everyone's... Yeah, but they were dysfunctional even when you thought they were But they were relevant. Now they're irrelevant. No? What, what rele- outside of Mikhail Bridges, what relevancy do the Brooklyn Nets have right It kind of makes me smile because, you know, and, and this is somebody who grew up New Jersey Net fan. 
in New Jersey. So you grew up a, a New Jersey Net fan, correct? And now you root we've for... been over this story. No, I don't, I don't think anybody. so. No, I don't. I don't root for anybody in the NBA. You're, so I'm you're done. just you're. An, I tried. You're an NBA free agent, or you're just you, you're I'm an good. observer. I'm an observer. Would you like to see the Knicks do well? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I do the games and everything. So, but, like, but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't move the needle for you. No, I'm not like living and dying. With so, every game. What, so, no. J- Jets or you're just an NFL observer now? Jets. Jets. Yeah. You love the Jets. Well, I mean, you work for the sure. Jets. So, do you love the Jets or, or are you an employee of the yes, Jets? There's an infatuation. You, so, Jets when the not su- not as crazy as like we talked about like when I was younger, right? Where I would like get. Do you physically- ever cry after a game as a child when the Jets would lose? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I've. I, oh man, I used to weep. I told you I missed a lot of school because of them. Because he couldn't take the taunting. Mondays. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't face the world. Couldn't. I love it. I was the same way. Couldn't. And then, was there anything better than being a kid? Your team wins on the, wins on the Sunday. Great. And you wear your jersey into school as if you're like the, the prince of Gibraltar well, we had or whatever. Uniforms. I couldn't wear. Where did you go to school? Catholic school. Really? Shirt tie. Oh. Slacks. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Not a lot of variety. That's yeah. same same thing every day. Yeah, the occasional dress down day, like on a random Friday or something. But other than that, it so was every shirt, day tie. shirt, slacks, oh, yeah. tie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sounds... was, you know, it wasn't fun after gym class. Sweaty, disgusting. You would have oh. gym in the tie. No, you changed into you know you had the locker room. You changed into like you know t shirt, short sneakers for gym, and class. then back into the back the shirt into and the tie. shirt and tie. No jacket. You know what I hated? I hated the gym. Either sometimes when you had it like right after lunch. Because then you have all that food in your stomach, and then you go out there, you run, you sweat, and then the, your stomach feels like crap. And then you have to, to get into dress clothes. Oh, terrible. Oh, so you never had the feeling of... No air conditioning either in the school. <laughs> well, it was a long time ago in high school. Right, because they didn't have air conditioning yeah. in the 90s. No. Right. Not, not where I went. Uh, so, but there was nothing better. Team wins a big game on Sunday. You wake up on Monday morning. You pop on the jersey. You couldn't wait to wake up. You, you couldn't wait. Couldn't wait to wake up. But I had a lot of those days, like Monday morning, like, all right, you know, get it. Uh, I don't feel well. Well, didn't you say yesterday, one of your four high school years, Giants won a Super Bowl, right? So my high school was interesting. It was eighth grade to 12th grade. So you got five years out of it. Five years out of it. Eighth grade, 86. Oh, my god. Ninth gosh. grade, 90. Wow. I, 12th grade, 90. Yes. Yeah. I bookended with Super Bowls. That's tremendous. Eighth grade Super Bowl, senior year Super Bowl. I mean, I, I was like, the Prince... See, my high school years would have been great if I was Ray Santiago, because three out of the four years, the Cowboys won the Super right. Bowl. Right, but you're a Jets fan. Right, and, and they were miserable. And, and they had three head coaches during my four years when I was in high school. Well, that's not good. Not good. And those teams probably made me probably as aggravated as any group of teams ever during that period. Do you think... They, te- they were teased. Do you think the Jets will win a Super Bowl in your lifetime? I certainly hope so. No, I know you hope so. Do you believe they will? You're what, 46? No, not that old. I, I would say probably... How old are you? What am I, four? 44? I, I don't know. How would I know? Five. 45. 45. Yeah. So um, I said 46. Like, no, no, no. It just sounded so... My God, you might as well said 86. Right, so, so I was one year off. You're one year off. Not yeah. even a year, right? Not even a year. Um, how much life are you giving me? I, I mean, you're in good shape. Knock on wood. Yeah. Got a good figure. Yeah, thank you. you. Have you tested your cholesterol at any point? No, routinely, when I go for the checkups, well, everything's what, good. Every, um, yeah. I don't know fa- the number if you're asking me the family number. Family history is... Pretty solid. Like, pretty like solid. people living well into their 80s? Yeah. I'm going to give you... Uh, I mean, people live longer now. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Because I like you. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to give you... Like you have you, any say over the matter. No, no, no. no yeah, I think yeah. I do. Yeah. I'm gonna, RJ, tell me if you agree with it. I'm going to give you 87. Wow! Yeah. 87 is nice, but you know what's still awkward? What? You're still killing him at some point. 
Well, you, he's That's got true. no, but but RJ, I'm not killing you. Got to go. Question. Well, is because I like you. Right. So, let, let, let's just say by the end of today's show, let's just say for whatever reason, you and Dan not on great terms. Right. With that, with that number. Uh, depreciate. No, you know what's great about that, RJ, though? Like, he said, because I like you, right. I'm going to give you 87. Yeah. So think, let, let's just say he's playing the role of God here, and, and, and I do make it to, like, 87. When I'm 87, right. who plot knows, to, like, what our contact is still going to be or our relationship. I hope plot, plot twist, your co-host is the Grim Reaper. He will. He decides the when Gr- I gave him 87! It's not like I said 61. Yeah, yeah, he did say 87. I mean, my God, what do you want me to give him? 94? Because, because you like him. RJ, well, if I didn't like him, I'd have to take a couple years off the back end. Running in the cold, you know, that extends yeah, he the goes life. For runs. Yeah. I don't think Dave, if he weren't here, he, like you asked him about having contact in your 80s, I think Dave finds a new job tomorrow, stops talking to all of us. That, that's not true. Yeah. That's not true. That's a good, yeah, that is an important question, right? Like, let's say, God forbid, you started a new job tomorrow, whatever. Right. Like, what is the contact level of your current work friends? I would like to keep it at a high level, well, we but I don't like know with to, you guys. Because that's hey. our routine. Right. A couple texts here and there. Would Anthony Rendon stay in touch with his teammates? Yeah, I don't think Anthony Rendon cares. That's but, I I, mean. but I care. <laughs> like, I like you. I don't like there you guys as coworkers. I like you guys as friends. Why would I want to go out to, to lunch with you on Thursday if I didn't like all of you guys? All right, so back to your original. And it is Thursday, right? We're doing Thursday? Is that is that agreed to, Raymond? I'm good. Why worry about Ray? Because uh, Ray's uh, got I the. Mean, I understand. Well, listen, we've got the nice double double up that day, but I'm good for it. If oh, you guys that's are. right. He's got two he's, games. He's got Knicks and Rangers. Knicks are back. Yep. Yeah. The, the Rangers might be in Newark. So, so you're okay, right, Ray? Yeah. What do you mean the Rangers might be in Newark? Well, he well, might well, be the, in Newark. the Rangers are in Newark. I might, I might be in Newark. As <laughs> well, the Rangers so haven't decided say. whether they're going to go and show up in Newark. <laughs> no, Rangers might play at MetLife Stadium again. They liked it so much. Yeah, that was, that was very nice. Might might be right back in Izod Center. Who knows? So where were you going? You had something to say. So you asked the, the, your original question, do do I think they will win a Super Bowl in my lifetime mm-hmm. if we're going to project then 80? So you're giving me another like I'm giving 40 you 42 plus years. years. Because he likes you. Sure. I'm going to yes. say yes. 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 Now, if I would have said to you. Will I be lucid for that Super Bowl? That's another question. Are you going to be screaming at the TV? Well, hopefully I'm in the stadium and but, on the air. So like, you plan to go. Like you're in your oh, you se- mid-70s, yeah. you plan to be there. Well, let's hope it doesn't take that long. But it could. It could. It could, but we don't know. Um, I mean, it's been, what, 50, how many years already? 50. 55, 56? 55. Jesus. And you know what the amazing thing is? This will be 56. Growing up on the island, yeah. when the Islanders are winning all these cups. Is that where you grew up, the island? Yeah. yeah. And I'm a Rangers fan. And yeah. I was mercilessly taunted and ridiculed and made fun of. And I hated the Islanders. Huge Rangers fan. And it was, you know, 54. 50, that was the number. 1940, 1940. And I couldn't get away from it. It was awful. And to think the Jets are now. I know. Outdistance that fifty four. It's amazing, right? It's, a, it's unbelievable. Well, your original. We we got on the subject with the Nets, right? My thing was because, you know, I was like one of the few Nets fans, you know, in the school. Because at the time, think about it. How big of a Nets fan were like you? Love oh, every, the every game, like I, even like, the crap. Like teams, I say, like Albert King. Like you're like, of course. Well, I was a little before my Buck t- Williams. Oh yeah, he was Michael like my first. Corrin. Yeah, Otis Birdsong. And then we, but then when we got into like the Derek Coleman, Kenny Anderson, sure. Petrovich. Remember like, those, those type awful of like Sam pale blue uniforms, the tie dyes, oh, 90 just terrible. But my point being, like, I was one of the few like Nets fans, so you know, you'd you'd, you'd fight for bragging rights because everybody's a Nick fan or a bandwagon Jordan Bulls fan and all that stuff. So you're trying to like appreciate the idea. Identity, carve that out. Then when they moved to Brooklyn, it was all going to be, oh, look out, here we go. We're going to infiltrate the Knicks territory and we're going to have our own brand. I think the Nets are as irrelevant in Brooklyn way more than they were when they were in New Jersey. I think they had more of an identity in New Jersey than they do in Brooklyn. I, I mean, out of every hundred... How can you argue with that? Out of every hundred NBA fans that, that walk the tri-state area, mm. what would you say are Knicks? 
out of every hundred. Yep. Uh, didn't we do this? I think it's like 80, 80, 80 to 85. Okay. What would you say are non-New York fans? Oh, like in the tri-state area. Yeah, yeah. Non-New York. Um, I would say probably, what I say, 80 Knicks? 12 to 14. Okay. So now, now I'm at 92 to 94, and the balance goes to the Nets. Nets, probably, yeah. yeah. So less than 10%. Would you disagree? No. No, that's what I mean. No. And But I, at least I think you had more of an identity still in New Jersey. Well, when, when they were when they had this talent on the team, when it was Kyrie and Harden and Durant, they were Im- immensely relevant. Now, good, now, now granted, it, it was a little bit more visible when they were good, like the Jason Kidd years, when they went to the finals in back-to-back years. I love those teams. Like, as Fantastic. a Knicks fan, those teams were were very, I mean, Richard Jefferson. Remember, and Bruce was a good, Willis. Fun team. Bruce Willis, who, you know, technically, you know, is from New Jersey, went to high school in New Jersey. He then suddenly found out that the Nets play basketball in New Jersey, and then he showed up for those games in the NBA Finals. Okay. And was in their courtside, never before, never after, but it became popular. Who'd they lose to? They lost to the Spurs? Lakers and Spurs. The Spurs one still haunts me because they could have won that series. Oh, the Spurs were better, no? But they could have won. Those games were nip and tuck. They lost game, and they they split the first two in San Antonio. Game three was one that was winnable at home. They lost. They bounced back one game four. Game five, again, winnable at home, lost. Game six, they had a like almost like a 15, 20-point lead in that game and then blew it. Would you, would you still night. be a Nets fan if, if they, they were, played in New Jersey? I got to be honest with you. It was waning a little bit when they moved to Prudential Center. Like it was just because. So it, probably not. Yeah, it'd be tough. If it was waning, probably not. All it'd right, be tough. let's break. A man who's just saying wild things. Mm. Wild things. And we'll we'll run through some of those things. Mike Tenenbaum, he's great, but we're worried. We'll do a wellness check on Mike next on 98.7 ESPN. All right, I got to read here, and I'm ready to do it in a very high level. Uh, friends, go see Dr. Jay Shaw. He's a double board certified pain specialist. Now, don't let your neck, your back, your joint, or nerve pain slow you down from doing all the things that you just love to do. It is time to reclaim your very active lifestyle. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shaw today at Samwell Pain. Dr. Jay Shaw treats joint, neck, back, sciatica, and nerve pain. Dr. Shaw is also a migraine and headache specialist. Procedures involve no cuts. Scars, incisions, or downtime. Call Dr. Jay Shaw to take a non surgical approach with precise, image guided procedures without pain medications. Enjoy life pain free. Same day and next day appointments are available. Go to SamuelPain.com. Put end to your pain and suffering and do that today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. Jay Shaw. Go to SamuelPain.com right now. Regain your active lifestyle and enjoy all your favorite activities. Completely pain-free. Samuel Payne now has three convenient locations in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand new beautiful office in Englewood to serve Bergen County. Visit SamuelPayne.com. You will wish you met Dr. Shaw sooner. Most major insurance accepted. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Santiago, he's a, he's a, he's a genius. He's an evil he's genius. A, I mean, he's an ab- he doesn't say much, but he's an absolute genius is what he is. Because our next guest has gone crazy. And I, and I worry for him. <laughs> Ray, do you. Ray, do you disagree? Listen, I'll play in the song for a reason. It's there for a I mean, reason. My, we Draw love Mike Tenenbaum, and he's all over the place. And he's got his big website, the 33rd team, and he's on Get Up, and he's on, you name the show, he's on it. But he has gone crazy. And we bring him in, a crazy man but we right love here. Him. We love him. And that's the great Mike Tenenbaum. Mike. Outside of your dementia craziness, how, how you doing? I thought it was going to be, you know, crazy for you, the old Madonna song. Like, I'm crazy in love with you guys. It's just great to be back on. Um, so some of the things you've said, because uh, I was talking to RJ yesterday. I was like, wait, did he really say that? You think the Jets bring in Russell Wilson to be the backup quarterback to Aaron Rodgers? So here, here, here's the context to what I said. If we're running the Jets guys, they they absolutely have to get three things done this offseason. Number one, get a tackle, which they'll draft. I think everyone's aligned on that. Two, they got to get a receiver with speed, which they should be able to find. But the third, and to me, the most critical thing they have to do, guys, is they have to get a veteran, experienced, inexpensive quarterback. Because the Cleveland Browns were a great example. They had four different quarterbacks and went to the playoffs. 66 different quarterbacks started last year. So to me... Russell Wilson, I understand he's controversial, but he's going to play for the minimum. And if he has to go one place for a year to resurrect his career, why not the Jets? It could be a marriage of convenience and then go back out because I don't think someone's going to offer him a starting job, you know, come early March when we hit free agency. Now, do you think, Mike, and it's good to talk to you again, and I really hope you're doing well. Do you think that Nathaniel Hackett will be the guy to pick him up at the airport? 
if that happens. <laughs> what know, do you think? Nathaniel Hackett should be, you know, happy to have a job, and he should get the players that he's given better. <laughs> and and that's the bottom line. That's the that's the definition of a coach. Take the players you have and get them better. So to me, look, I understand that like to have Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson in the same room comes with some angst. But my question to you guys is, who's the veteran, experienced, inexpensive quarterback? that if Aaron Rodgers at 41 years old, coming off an Achilles tendon injury, is going to play quarterback for the Jets in 2024? No, Mike, fair question. Fair question entirely. But here's my thing with that. Russell Wilson, now first of all, are we even 100% sure that he even still wants to continue playing football, right? I mean, he's he's 35, going to be 36 years of age. He's got more money than God. You know, it looks like he could maybe transition into, like, the Hollywood lifestyle. Who knows when it's all said and done. If there's not a starting job for him to at least compete for when the season rolls around, I'm not even 100% sure that he's going to even continue playing, Mike. He could just walk away and enjoy his family, enjoy his life. I don't think he's going to take the league minimum to go be a backup quarterback someplace. Well, you know, Dan, we're going to find out, you know, and look, I've been in this situation before. Ironically, at the Jets, we signed Vinny Testaverde in June, and he took us to the championship game. Unfortunately, in Miami, Ryan Tannehill got hurt. We were begging Jay Cutler to come out of the Fox broadcast booth and, you know, signed him. And my point is, like, when you're running a team and there's limited ways to find another quarterback, and let's face it, like, Jets had a lot of really good pieces last year, but... It was catastrophic when they lost Rodgers, not because they just lost Rodgers. They had no other alternative. So Russell Wilson may not take that deal in March. He may not take it in April. But if he's sitting there in May and all of a sudden say, like, I'm feeling my football mortality, I still want to play, where can I invest a year to get better? You know, given what the Jets have at some of the skill players, be it Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, it's something I would consider. But, but, but again, you bring up the Vinny thing. Remember, 98, Glenn Foley was the starter. Glenn Foley was far from a proven commodity, and that's why Vinny probably looked at it and said, hey, there's a chance I could start there. It took week three before he finally got in there. Russell Wilson looking at any, and this was the problem I went back to last year with the Jets, any quarterback who thinks of himself as somebody that could be out there week in and week out, they're not going to look at the Jets and say, Aaron Rodgers is so entrenched there, he's essentially the franchise. I don't know if that's playing time opportunity for me. Yeah, but Dan, you see, that's the point. You could resurrect your career and not have to play. You could sit for a year and get healthier, be in the best shape of your life. And But Russell's on the back nine, though, Mike. Absolutely, but again, it gives him a chance to stay in the league, be ready to go, because when you're looking at players, if we're sitting here in 2025, if a player sat out a year, typically at his age, it's over. Joe Flacco's an exception to the rule, and that's why like, if I want to keep my career going, and by the way, is it likely that Aaron Rodgers, at 41 years old, coming off an Achilles tendon, who's played four snaps in two years, is going to make it through 17 games? That's not a bet I'd be comfortable taking. So that's why if I'm Russell Wilson, I'm going to consider it. And again, like, sure, he could go off into the sunset. No one's going to you know, begrudge him that. But then it, it fundamentally goes back to Gardner Minshew's not going to be available. Like, those other higher-end backup quarterbacks, they're so valuable now, guys, because 66 quarterbacks started. That's why you have to cre- get creative but this is a huge, huge decision for the Jets. It's something they have to address. He is Mike Tenenbaum. We are DNR 98.7 ESPN. So I want to get to Saquon in, in a moment. Mike, another thing that I just, and I love you, I just can't believe, why in the world would the Broncos trade Jerry Judy for Zach Wilson? It just, it makes zero sense to me. So explain that. I understand why they would want him and that Peyton thinks he can fix him. But why would you trade a, guy, a commodity like Judy for him? He has one year to go. I don't think they're going to extend him. they got some depth if Tim Patrick comes back uh, with Cortland Sutton. They have to find a young quarterback. 
Um, they have a million needs on that team, Dave. You know, the Russell Wilson trade obviously hurt them with picks and money. So if I'm Sean Payton, yeah, I want to take a shot at, at someone like Zach Wilson who has tools that didn't work out in New York for you know a myriad of reasons. So if I'm the Broncos, I want to get Zach Wilson for you know not a lot, obviously. And if Jerry Judy's not in their plans, I don't think they're going to extend him because my sense is, Dave, if they were going to do that, probably wouldn't have gone this far. So if I'm going to move on from Jerry Judy and I could get a quarterback that has potentially a high ceiling, that's something I'm going to look at. Is Zach fixable? You know, I, I I think the risk reward makes a ton of sense. Where if you could get him now, yeah, I would give him a shot. And sometimes it takes a second or a third stop. You know, stop. Um, obviously, it wasn't a good fit in New York, but I know the Sean Payne's of the world. They have tremendous confidence in their abilities to work with quarterbacks. And look, Drew Brees had a better experience at the Chargers before he got to the Saints. They franchised him. We know what happened with Philip Rivers. Point being is he thrived once he got to Sean Payne. And I'm not saying that Zach Wilson's going to be Drew Brees, but the point is Sean Payne has a deep belief in what he could do with quarterbacks. All right, the, the other one you threw out there the other day about the Watsons of the Giants for Daniel Jones. I mean, walk me through that one because I think universally most people look at the Sean Watson contract for the Browns as probably one of the worst in the NFL given all the guaranteed money. And I understand that he's a talented player when healthy, but we just haven't seen that consistently enough. If you're the Giants who might be in a transition phase right now with the position, with the draft coming up, you have an option there. Wouldn't you want to bring in a cheaper alternative for the next several years, Mike, that you could develop, that you could then build around, as opposed to somebody who's going to eat up that much of your cap? Well, first of all, I'm going to give you guys an A-plus for taking copious notes. If my only two teenagers... Well, we, we, we've been worried. That's the truth. We, we've, been, we've been very concerned. We're concerned for a friend, Mike. <laughs> so here was my thinking on that. So... If I'm the Giants, I need a high-ceiling quarterback because if I want to really compete in a meaningful way with fill-in-the-blank, Philly, Dallas, San Francisco, Detroit, Green Bay's offense, I need to score points, and i got to score points consistently. And in that trade scenario, it was getting – first of all, you're moving on from Daniel Jones, who I think we would all agree is not in that category. Deshaun Watson at one point was a great quarterback. He's only 29, and you're getting a second-round pick. So, yes, there is a risk in terms of not this year, but the two additional years of guaranteed money. But with the extra second-round pick, you now have multiple bites of the apple to get an A quarterback. You have the sixth pick this year. You have a one, you would have a one and two twos next year. And you have a player who, for whatever reason, it didn't work out in Cleveland. But if you could get him back close to where he was in Houston, you actually have a quarterback that could compete with those other teams. But, 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 Mike, isn't it a little bit of an indictment on Deshaun Watson for the fact that the Browns won 11 games, made the playoffs, and had five quarterbacks this year? Yeah, and that's why they would also get a draft choice for sure. Uh, look, they could go young and cheap, but let's face it, like it's getting late early for Brian Dayball and Joe Shane. They need to have a good year this year. And, again, Deshaun Watson, that's one of the things I agree with you, Dan, from this standpoint. If I'm the Browns, I would give up a pick just to move Deshaun Watson and go with. I happen to like Dorian Thompson Robinson. I think he has a bright future, and obviously Flacco played better than expected. But if I'm the Giants, I need to take a shot at somebody that has the highest ceiling possible. All right, so two more, and I know you got to run. First one, Saquon. Uh, I don't. All the other things, I think you're kind of crazy with. I don't think you're crazy with this one. You believe he's done with the Giants? Yeah, I just think he gave him six great years. He's a he's a great player. His pass protection got better, Dave. 
And I think it's just one of those things where let's shake hands and park companies. And by the way, I think he's a perfect fit in Dallas. I think Tony Pollard was. Kill me. Honestly, <laughs> take me and push me off somewhere. Kill but me. I'm just saying, if, if we're running the Cowboys. the Cowboys, Dave, if we're running the Cowboys, don't we want to help ourselves and hurt our opponent? And that's why, to me, what would keep me up at night if I'm the Giants is if he graduates from us, where does he go? Yeah, I think that's fair. And the last one, J.J. McCarthy. I like him. I, yep. I don't think it would be crazy to think about the Giants either taking him a six or, or certainly moving back into the first round and grabbing him. What's your take on him? Yeah, I, I totally agree, Dave. In, in fact, in a couple minutes, I'm going to have him drafted by the Raiders at 13. So I, I'm with you. He's really an interesting guy because he, like you go back a year ago to TCU, he played great, threw the ball all over the lot. This year, they didn't ask him to do a lot, but I think he has a ton of ability. I think he's clearly, guys the fourth best quarterback in this year's draft. All right, listen, it seems like you're well in talking to you. <laughs> We're not 100% sold on that. If you need help, reach out to either of us, and we will be there yes. very quickly. Wait, I, I wouldn't be doing my job as a teammate. Where are we with pickleball with Amani Toomer and Anita Marks? It's it's happening. I believe early May was last I heard. Wow. Yeah. Am I, am I the guest of, uh, referee? You better be there. All right, I, I'm going to be extremely biased. It, it's going to be fixed. There's no way you guys are going to win. Any close call is going to go to my Sunday morning teammates, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in person. All right, we'll talk to you, Mike. Thank you. Uh, all right, thanks, thanks Mike. So he's he's kind of gone crazy, which... Well, he, well, seem, he seems like he's maybe on the mend. Let's put it I that hope, way. Well, but my question to you... I still we'll, disagree we'll with everything he says. Why would the Giants want to bring in Deshaun Watson? Can you sit here and tell me no. that Deshaun Watson... Here's my question. Can you sit here and tell me Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback now? I can't sit here and tell you that he's an elite quarterback. There's a difference between good and elite. For that kind of money, you need to be elite. And also, do you remember the baggage the guy comes with? Oh, my God. Is that what you want to bring into the Giants? The Mara and and Tish contingent want to bring in a guy that's, you know, sexual massages from half of, of... Of Houston? And don't sell me Dorian Thompson-Robinson either. Why? Because he had a good half against the Jets in the Hall of Fame game in Canton. The Browns, after they gave him an opportunity they, play year, him. they put him back on the bench. They couldn't play him. But I don't care about that. That's irrelevant to the Giants. I want the show. I mean, no. is this no. me? No. I don't want any part of Deshaun Watson thanks, but on no, the thanks. Giants. No part. All right, yeah. let's break. We'll come back. We'll kind of unpack what Mike had to say a little bit, what makes sense and what doesn't. 1-800-919-3776. Dean R. with you, 98.7 ESPN. I think he's a perfect fit in Dallas. I think Tony Pollard was- Kill me. Honestly, <laughs> take me and push me off somewhere <laughs> sorry about that spring training is not just for baseball players it's time for you to get into shape and ready for the warmer weather for over a decade nj diet has helped thousands of people lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in in only 40 days now that's nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects nj diet uses your hair saliva along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements to get you to shed that fat and get it done quickly then nj diet uses your dna info to help keep the weight off for good you're fully supervised the entire time to make sure you're burning fat not just losing water and you even get dr t's personal email and phone number locations close by or available from home with live online consultations call 855-5 nj diet that's 855-5 nj diet or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com get ready for spring with nj diet Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Let me ask you, I was thinking about this driving in because I knew we were going to have Mike on. Right. And Russell Wilson at the center of this, you know, argument about the Jets and everything like that. Is there a chance Russell Wilson stinks? 
He actually statistically, I mean, had a Again, decent and also lost season his job. last year. Well, he lost his job for money reasons because of the contract. Um, they want to get out from the contract. You want Russell Wilson or you want Tyrod Taylor? So you're back up no, I don't want... I, I want Jacoby Brissett. Okay, uh, but fine. should have had Jacoby Brissett last year is what you should have no, done. Here, here, so this is what I was thinking about. Is it fait accompli, like a 100% slam dunk guarantee that Russell Wilson won't at least find himself in a situation... Some organization competing for a starting job as bad as quarterback play is this year. Well, I was thinking the Raiders, Patriots, Patriot. Oh, Patriots can't bring him. Patriots gonna have to draft their guy. No, but some of these answers, like for instance, Chicago's gonna draft the guy. Could he be the placeholder in New England? That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so Patriots, Atlanta. You said the Raiders. I think is the situation. Justin Fields is gonna go somewhere and take that spot. What about Tennessee, for example? I think Will Levis is their quarterback. Yeah, but I mean, like, you mean Russell Wilson can't be there in case something? I mean, Levis hasn't made a full season. Russell Wilson, if if I. I mean, Russell Wilson is either a stopgap or... Well, that's all it is. That's what he is. He's okay, but I'm going to start Will Levis. I don't need to see Russell Wilson. Am I better with Russell Wilson than Will Levis? I don't know that. But am, are you telling me right now that Will Levis is going to be my guy for 17 games next year? I can't say uh, that. Uh, I can't I can't say... But I don't want Russell Wilson. No, based Wilson. on performance. I'm not talking about even uh, injury. Health, right. But I don't want... I, like Nothing about Russell Wilson is enticing to me. Nothing. But you know what is enticing to me and what makes a guy like him appealing? How bad the quarterback position is around the league. I'd that's rather why. have Brissett. Think I'd, about. I'd rather, but if I'm the Jets, do I want a guy that's going to that you're going to be? No, you know, it's getting an, it's headlines no. as the backup quarterback. No, no I want Brissett. He's I not. want Tyrod Taylor. I want Gardner Minshew. I want somebody of that ilk. He, I don't. I don't want a guy that that thinks he should be a starting no. quarterback and is going to get the limelight. It's not I have enough here. drama with the Jets. I don't need to add Russell Wilson as my backup quarterback. No, it's not happening. It's not happening. It makes no sense. That's why we have to have Mike on about it. But I do think that there is a place potentially for him throughout the NFL to where he oh, thinks he can be for a job. And otherwise, like I said, Russell Wilson's going to be more inclined to just walk away and go hang out with Sierra and his family and maybe do some other like Hollywood type stuff. I, the guy's I, got more money I than he agree. needs. Listen, it's not a financial thing at this point for him. And I agree with you that is there a place for him? Yeah, I think there's a place for him. Could he could he be a Raider? Like, yeah. wh- wh- why not? Why not? I mean, could Stay it be in that a, division. Why not? Uh, could it be a backup somewhere? I don't, I don't know that Russell Wilson is a backup now. I think Russell Wilson, at a minimum, is a I'm competing for the job kind exactly. of guy. He's not going to be a backup. He'd, re- he'd just as well retire than sit there and hold a clipboard. I think it's embarrassing. You want it to be Aaron Rodgers' backup? The guy's got $200 million, probably more. You think he's going to sit there and, 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 and stand on the sidelines? I wouldn't think so. And then why, why in the world... With the Broncos, I mean, apparently he's not very good as we found out in Seattle. Like he wouldn't be a very good mentor type because no. he's not said to be a very he's genuine a individual. Right. Um, he had his own, he had his own like office in Denver. That's right. Until Sean Payton got there, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Wilson. I understand trading him, and I understand why the Broncos would want to take a shot at that. But I'm not trading Jerry Judy. No, if I'm Denver, that's nothing more than a Sean Payton thing, where you know the ego gets in the way and says. Me as a quarterback type coach, I could fix this guy where nobody else was able to. Let me get a shot at him. I could fix him. Let me show you how good I, I think am. Mike is right that the Jets need a backup quarterback. 100% they do. I mean, Nobody's disputing that they no. don't. But, but that wouldn't be the avenue I would I would go down. Here, well, it's funny, too, because we haven't talked about this yet. I don't know if you saw that the salary cap is going up next year. Mm-hmm. Another eight million bucks for teams. So the Jets are one of those teams that you know are a little what we would like to call cap strapped right now. They need to make some moves to free up some money. But now you get an extra eight million bucks there. If you are going to go get a legitimate backup quarterback, 
it's going to cost you money. What does it cost? Ten? I would say at least minimum eight. How about uh, uh, what's his face from the Steelers? They just released Trubisky. Do anything? For I don't you? want any part of. You Trubisky. don't want Trubisky. Oh, no. So who's so so in you in the perfect world for you? Jacoby Brissett is the answer. He's an he's he's an answer. Well, did you see that crazy rumor that was out there yesterday with 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 Sam Howell in the Jets? I think it was Connor Hughes who reported. I, I just saw the second hand. I didn't even see his report or whatever. But he said that but you'd he, have to trade for him. No. Well, he said in a few years when he's you know free, they think that Sam Howell. Like there's people supposedly, supposedly, and I haven't heard this, that that love that think that Sam Howell's intriguing in the sense that if you bring him in and he sits a couple of years behind Aaron Rodgers, that he might be somebody you're willing to turn the organization over to because they like his makeup. Okay, but how are you going to get him? Well, you'd have to trade for him. <laughs> so, right. Washington's not going to give him away. Washington's also going to take a quarterback, though. We know that. We know that. And I'm not saying that bringing him in as a backup would be bad. I would I would have no, no issue with be. that whatsoever. But you're you're going to now mortgage pieces that you need now to well, bring in a guy for the, the post-Aaron Rodgers era? What sense does that make? And what do you think? I mean, Washington and Washington could. I mean, Sam Howell's the guy who could start in this league. Well, and you already don't he's, have, he's a capable starter right. in this league. And you're the Jets. You already don't have a second-round pick. Until so like what do you think 13, you're giving up? Everyone was in love with Sam Howell. Right. Until it quickly, quickly fell apart. Let's go to some of the calls. You like the calls? Oh, who doesn't love the calls? You like the love juice. Them. I like the juice. You like the juice. You like the juice. Let's go to Michael and Valley Stream. Hi, Michael. You're on 98.7. Hey, Dave. What's going on? Good morning. I just want to wish a happy birthday to Justin Verlander, the former Met. Why? Um, yeah, why? Because uh, it's my birthday today, Dave. What do you think about that? Oh, well, ha- well, how about we wish you a happy birthday, Michael? Thank you, Dave. I really appreciate it. You're very and welcome. As the, uh, as the number one Giants fan that I know you are, I just want to say, and I'm surprised by you, I'm going to say that, because I think that we do we may need a quarterback, but I just think that it's not the right year, and you could build around to become a 10-17. and 17. This is exactly I, the I right year, Mike. Mike, this is this is the I, deepest quarterback draft quarter we've had in, in years. We don't have the pick, though. We don't have the pick. We're not high enough. And I think for one time in our life, maybe we should actually wait. Picking six is not high enough. He lasted ten regimes. The O line coach lasted ten regimes. We finally fired him, and and we're resetting the O line here. We're, we're Romeo Dunze, Malik Neighbors. We're getting a receiver. You keep Saquon, and you actually like Daniel Jones' number one weapon was. The, the punt returner on the Chiefs that didn't even play a snap. I forgot his name. Richie James. Richie James, two, yeah. two years ago. And he didn't even play on the Chiefs, and everyone says the Chiefs have the worst weapons. All right, they Mike, let me, let me ask you this. And I don't, I don't think your, your, your tact is awful. Like, I understand what you're saying. But would you say this is a very important season for the Giants? Like, for, for the coaching this, staff this and the is, GM? Mission critical. Okay. Mission critical. So, if you don't take a quarterback this year, and you're Joe Shane and you're Brian Dable, and you have a bad season with Daniel Jones, you might never have a chance to get your own quarterback. Fine, but let's consider second round, Penix, third round, uh, the guy, Spencer Rattler, the guy who looks like Mahomes. I, I can't. Sixth overall is too high. I can't do it. What do you mean I'm it's sorry. too high? If you, if, you, if you love a guy, all right, so then you know what? Don't take him six. Move up and take him 18. Spencer Rattler, MVP of the fine. Senior Bowl. Right? Agreed. Okay, fine. fine. If, if you look at six as too high, and thanks to going happy birthday, Mike, that's fine. But you need to get a quarterback now. Here's the thing. If, you, if you're Dable, any coach, I think one of the cardinal sins and one of the things that you won't be able to live with yourself for, like let's say the job has come and gone, is that you didn't get a chance to go get it's your 100%, own quarterback. 100%. I say it all the time. Right? You can't lose the job and not get your quarterback right. if you're Shane and Dable. You can't. And you know what else it does? It resets the clock. Yep. If you draft fill-in-the-blank quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, and he's 
shows promise, but you win six or seven games. You're not going to fire the coaching staff. Mm-mm. Why would you, you can't do that? Because you're going to give them a chance to finish the job. Exactly that. By the way, my birthday's coming up soon. When is that? Uh, March the 12th. Ides of March. Yes. Where are the Ides of March? I'm a Pisces. Pisces, huh? Yeah. Raymond, do you have any plans for my birthday? What you, what you intend to do? Uh, going out wise, or I don't, I don't know. Buying you a gift? I mean, I or? think that that's something that you should think about. Not I should, I should not think about that. We can discuss things as a group. We don't need to discuss sure. it. You guys can plan something for did me. You spend, did you use the Fanatics gift card yet, or no? Uh, there was some. There was thing, a thing I almost bought, and then I, I backed out on. It'll it. be great so if he like regifts you the Fanatics gift card. I'd love it. That'd be fantastic. I, honestly, I would love it. <laughs> as of now, it's listen. <laughs> why is it? Why is this frowned upon as a present? Maybe no, that, it's not frowned down. Maybe bottom. that's an option. Who knows? You right, know, that'd be gift, fantastic. Gift it back to me. You know, it'd be great if he gifted it back to me less what he purchased. <laughs> Like, it was like, here's... Hey, here's sorry, here's, I just here's, got the sweatshirt. Here's 3312 is left. Would you here, here you go. That? I bought myself a nice Rangers hoodie. Yeah. See, now, Rangers, I would have bought you. But I, uh, my, my thought you with you... You could have got him Stadium Series Rangers. Could have. Like, but he can get stuff. that for himself with what he has. That's true. That's true. But my thought was, he's a cowboy guy. And I couldn't buy him a cowboy something, okay, and that's but what I'm he probably wanted. I'm not just a cowboy. He's no, no, a Yankee fan. Well, you know, it's the same but I wouldn't buy right? the Yankees anything yeah, either. Yeah, that's true. Rangers. No. You could have won Rangers. Knicks. Rangers or Knicks, I could have gotten yeah. him. But he works for the guard. They probably throw stuff at him he all gets the time. A, he gets yeah. a discount, I, I wish too. that. Well, literally, they have the t-shirt can is firing me. That, that's, that's the only no, thing. No, but I'm sure like, you walk in any random day, and they have yeah, a couple right, jerseys sitting there for you. Your staff badge should be able, if you wanted to buy something in one of the stands. There's a nice discount. Yeah, you get a discount. What discount is there? There's a discount. There's an MSG discount. Really? I think it's at least 30. Really? It's in that ballpark. And you know what? You've never said to us, guys, if there's anything you're looking for, let me use my badge and buy it for you. I used to get the discount. Well, let's be honest. There's only one of you that that would apply to. What does that mean? It's you. Right. So if, well, if how's there that a is bad something thing? No, it's not a bad thing. Like I if there is something in the garden that you would be interested in, sure. I could always I could always pick it up for you. And you would have no issue with that. No qualms. No, not at all. As they say. Nice. Not at all. Oh, this is our long segment, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is. Are you going to be able to handle it? Did, did it just hit you? No, what? I got like really hungry, and I was going to go in and get like a napkin. So maybe you, eat you, breakfast had, you were halfway out the door. No, I was going to get a napkin so I could eat like breakfast number two. That's what I'm saying. But I forgot right. this is our long Usually segment. Usually this is the segment that Rick has purchased bananas for all of us. Potassium. But you have not done that today. No, I don't. Because I don't like bananas. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I don't like bananas. What do you mean you don't like bananas? You said, wait, wait a second. So an hour ago, not even an hour ago, you're sitting there extolling my figure. Great shape. Amazing. Going to live to 87. 87. I say I don't like bananas. Maybe the bananas are the secret to not eating bananas, the secret to how I look so good. No, I don't think so. I you think, think so? You, you work out, fruit. you don't eat a lot of carbs. I love fruit, too. But you can't eat too much fruit. A lot of sugar, a lot of sugar. A lot of sugar. sugar. Yeah. And, and the banana has a lot of sugar, but what's, it also has What's your very, favorite fruit? You know, when it's good? Yeah, when, like it, the best ever, like it, it could be. All right, what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you. I think it moved. Peach. No. It was a peach, wasn't no. it? No. It's like a vitamin B12 shot, Jerry. Mango? Yeah. Really? Good mango is... But where can you get a good mango? Especially in these neck of the woods. Good mango is just the most delicious thing I've ever had. I don't know if I have a go-to, because I, I like a lot of fruits. Good, I, I like a, a nice peach. melon. Uh, yeah, I like the melon. I like a nice a green good apple. A, a nice ripe honeydew. Pineapple, big fan. Been to, yeah, have you ever go to Hawaii? I've been to Hawaii. You I ever have the Hawaii pineapples there? Delicious. Oh sushi in Hawaii is insane. Really? You a sushi I guy? Didn't do, no, but I never RJ, had RJ, you like sushi? Meh. Yeah. I mean, that I was an aggressive question, by the way. Here. I don't like sushi. Wife a big sushi person, but I'm not a big sushi guy. So you don't like sushi. He doesn't like sushi. Raymond sushi? Not a big sushi I, guy. I mean, I work with like the, the adults. Sushi is basically like you're playing Russian roulette. 
I look at it that way. It's very iffy to me. I've never gotten sick on sushi. Never. Never. Really? And I'll... I eat sushi at least. Yeah, but how, to me, it's, Six, it doesn't look filling either. Like, it's just these little it's tiny delicious. things. delicious. You have to eat like 58 of them, though. <laughs> and you feel like you're gorging. It's delicious. Do you use chopsticks? No, I don't know how. And also, it, feel, it feels dumb. <laughs> it does. It feel, like, like why, would, why would I use a chopstick when, when, the, when a fork is something I can easily use? But sushi, you can just use your hands, too, right? Sure. They're, they're, they're like finger But foods. I don't understand why you go into these like you know Asian restaurants. Yeah. Like, would you like chopstick? No, I don't want chopstick. Give me a fork. Exactly. Do, I'm I with you. I, 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 like, do you do gardening with, with like... Little chopsticks? No, you do gardening with a hoe. If you go to a French restaurant, do they expect you to wear a beret? I hope not. No. Let's go to uh, Ira in Staten Island. Hi, Ira. Hey, good morning, boys. How are you? Hello, Hello what's Ira. Going on, Ira? Oh, I w- yeah, everything's good. Uh, before I get to football real quick, I was telling RJ, you know, we're down here in Florida, and I'm listening to the app, and a couple of people here, they overhear it. Oh, big fans of ESPN. Well, one guy actually said to me that he loves the Florida segment that you guys do. Nice. So, uh, yeah, so we're we're, we're yeah, big we're down there in Florida. Yeah, you got a nice fan base down here. Nice. You really do. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, a lot listen, of transplants I, I, down I, there, of course. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they were born here, but you still got a nice base here. So as for Mike T, yeah, of course it's far fetched, but I tell you the truth, I'd sign up for it because. You know, you got to be realistic here. There's a really good chance that Rodgers isn't giving you 17-plus games this coming season. And I know Brissett's out there, all these other guys. I still believe they're going to end up with Tannehill. But if Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson could would be you had, t- By the way, Ira, he- would you take that? Would you take Tannehill if you found out he's your backup this year? I think you have to. Oh uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be unhappy. I mean, I would take I that. Think I think so. That, yeah. That often. yeah, but I would take Tannehill strictly because of his base of the coaches. Yeah, he's got a couple of Titan coaches here, so they're familiar with him, especially the passing game. Court. And he's good. Like I look at Ryan Tannehill now as as a perfect backup in the NFL. Well, plus you have like thirty five former Tennessee assistants on that coaching right. staff this year too. So right. What else, Ira? And if. If you, if you had Tannehill on the team last year, maybe with a couple offensive linemen, there's a good chance you might have made the playoffs. So uh, I, I think Tannehill would be the worst-case scenario. Uh, I would have no issue. Thanks for the call with Ryan Tannehill. I think he's he's a professional. Yeah. Like, he's, he's more than capable. I don't think he's going to be planning to start. Like, I think it's perfect. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.